I want us to just read Job 42, verses 5 and 6, 5 in particular. Can we pick it together? I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye sees you. Verse 6. What is the meaning of a ball? What? I hate myself. I had been hearing you with the hearing of the ear. But now I see you. And listening to some comments I made on that verse in my Bible. It is not enough to hear, endeavor to see. Have a taste of, take time with, give yourself wholly to Him. He said, verse 5 is talking about experiential knowledge of God. When you have an experiential knowledge of God, it humbles you and then strengthens you. Knowing who God really is, is the beginning of attainment. Avoid casual relationship with God. Get down to experience him through his word and the doing of the same. The whole counsel of God, not part, will give you the whole might of God. These were comments I made somewhere in 2001. There is a sharing that came if, if, if you are really serious. It should transform your life. Say why a lady pa a bar sorry, now such a bottom. Over to me say me jina say no watch yami. Anyo eni wo cross why a lady. Oti me jina ni mo din kobo. Osha na obi gate amon. Challenge to say, okay now I hear why a lady. You are not moved. It means you don't know God. I don't want them to take me off my course this morning. But you see, it's a very serious matter. Very, very serious. If you don't feel any pain when you fall short of serving God, then you are not in relationship with God. Simple. You don't feel any pain, no shame. It doesn't move you at all. So you sit down and check your life from January till now. You've not spoken to anybody about Christ. It doesn't move you. This October. Anytime we are giving you offering, you are offended. When they say it, I say it's a lie. You think I'm a fool. There is nothing that moves you when it comes to God. Check yourself. Stop deceiving yourself. Hello? Ah. Stop deceiving yourself. Now you see, one proverb in a, one scene in Yoruba that um, Bishop Edipo used to talk to us about. Uh, he said there's a, 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 a some kind of drumming. They they use a talking drum to say something. And what he says is this: mention somebody's name. So if I use your own name, don't be offended. Okuya, okuya. Eh? Say dawa. If the whole world will deceive you, don't deceive yourself. At least you know yourself better than anybody else. Aha. So when men are saying that's a powerful brother, you should be able to talk to yourself, I'm a fool. That is the truth. So your entire human body, as you are seeing it now, is an alien body when it comes to the church. Hello? 
You don't like me when I go that way, you see, but, but I, I, I have a philosophy. What I want to say, I will say it in a manner that you can never forget. So when I'm insulting, I insult you very well. I look for where the thing will pain you, then you have a hit. So even when you are asleep, you wake up. Oh, sorry, I say a Christian was making home. Me a Christian. Oh, Christian, Brian, and the new, oh, be a new, oh, dress, a cacabo to be an old crop. And so, and how? Nothing moves you. You don't care about the next person. You are thinking about yourself alone. Today, I want to preach a message to you. I told my wife, I said, one queer message that I'm bringing this morning, and I mentioned the same to Pastor this morning. Tell him to love yourself. That's the message for this morning. Yes. There are certain paradoxes in the Bible. <laughs> Jesus said, and there was scripture said concerning Jesus, for God so loved the world. That he did what? Good. And then the scripture says again, love not the world. If Jesus loved the world, then we shouldn't love the world. What is the problem here? Are we confused? Yeah, because I, I, if you know him, you love him. You don't love him because you don't know him. So I'll have to excuse you. Many of us here are like, don't know God. That's why when we talk, we get offended. Hmm? Where we were brought up, when you were late to church, hmm, you want to enter under the, go under the carpet. That's how you be bending, be bending like that to look for the first seat somewhere to sit on. That you are late and your chest is out. You are just coming. Cut, cut, cut. My God. You won't try it. You won't. But it must not be because of a man that you behave right. It must be because of your relationship with him. So know this God and love him and understand him and walk with him. Then you become a testimony. Hello? Tell somebody, love yourself. So today I want to show you how to love yourself. You're very brief, very brief. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. Amen. The neglected dimension of love. Matthew 22, verse 37 to 39. Let's do some fast talking. Let's read together, every one of us there. Next verse. Everybody knows that one. Don't you know it? Aha. Now the second one. What is the meaning of that one? You shall love your neighbor as, as yourself. That means you have to love yourself to be able to love your neighbor to the standard God approves of. We have always talked about the two dimensions, love God and love your neighbor. But we don't talk about loving yourself. And many of us don't know how to love ourselves. Now, because of the anxiety and the confusion that may be taking place in your mind just now, we'll read something again from 2 Timothy. Chapter 3, verses 1 and 2. But know this that in the last days, perilous times will come. And indeed, that's where we are now. That's why you are having the Nazarene thing as a, as, as a church. It has always been a cult. 
several years ago, several years ago, it's not yesterday. It was then the days of Jesus. But now it's a church. If you don't want to walk with God, you will walk with the devil, whether you like it or not. There's no fence sitting in this matter that I don't belong to any side. I'm in the middle. No. Oh, sum yami, and I say, oh, sum bonsam. The absence of one is the presence of the other. It's been there for long. You, you, you see, you need to come and consult me so I can give you some things about the cult. I've been there before. Not Nazarene. I've been to one of them before. It takes the grace of God to come out. The mercy of God must reach you to bring you out. Let your heart desire to know this God and know him well. And stop all this, your Kalabuli way of serving God. You want to get money? Ha. There are organizations that will make you rich. They will give you money, plenty of it. Plenty of what? Money, plenty. No big deal at all. Now, on the, on the, because of this um, internet thing and the rest, they're able to get people, they approach them. They, they make personal contacts with you and sell the ideas to you, they are so harmless. So what? The things that you read, so harmless and very attractive. If you are looking for brains, in those groups you have best brains. That's why I always say that be a fool to follow Christ. Otherwise, your wisdom that you carry, you think you have, will make you follow the devil. When it riba ma ponchiachi. When it eti bibriba, uma apa ponchiachi, good morning. Was it a Good morning. Good morning. So when you ati, unti min chiani pantu, uma ponchiachi. Because in your life you must greet. So if you cannot greet human beings, when you meet animal, you go greet them now. You, 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 you have a master's degree. And so you think you know much more than God himself. So this book is full of errors. But there are other books that are unique and that's where you must be. There's no logic. There's no logic here. I, I can't accept things that are not logical. That is why you are still where you are now. Because when you come in here, instead of opening up to know this God, you are looking for logic. How can one plus one be... be be one. If not because this is your father is a dummy. One plus one, you say one. Even, even, even basic preschool children know one plus one is two. And as old as you are, you are saying one plus one is one. There is no logic. God is not a God of logical. So his things do not appeal to the mind. They appeal to the spirit of a person. Hello? So anytime you are approaching God, remove your binoculars, the academic thing around you, put it down because God doesn't need it. And you cannot confuse God with your academic thing. Like you say, you say your PhD. God won't address you as doctor. Never. Oh, you don't know that one? Huh? God won't address you as a, as doctor. A doctor, so and so. All respect, sir. And then when he wants to talk to me, he says, he say, he say, Bishop, God will never say that one. He, all those ones are things that you carry on this earth. When you appear before him, he has a name for you. He calls you by that name. So walking with God calls for total surrender. 
so that you don't feel any pain. It's because we want to be respected by men. That's why we don't want to serve in the church. Hello? Are we here this morning? We'll reserve this thing for another time. When the Holy Ghost brings it in, we'll come. We'll talk about it. And I don't have any problem talking about it. Yesterday, I told one young man how we went to prison. The guy was confused. Himself and the wife, they came to the house. I told them my experience in prison. They're looking at me. What did Bishop do? I was doing the word. For men who be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good. This kind of, or this, 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 this credentials over here, if you have them, you are heavily loaded. You are heavily loaded and you are very qualified. Qualified to suffer on this earth. The, when he says, don't love the world, this is what he's talking about. The things that the world has to offer, don't love it. But love the people in the world to show them Christ. The one that made you turn around. Hallelujah. I told one, the young man and the wife that came to our house yesterday, I was showing him scriptures that came to, you know, to pass in my life or in the life of myself, my pastor, and the next to me in that order in the church then, somewhere in 1990. So I saw scriptures come to pass. When you knew or you know that you have been the target, and then somehow somebody's brought in front of you without you knowing. Yako police say or no. And you need a narrow see. And I will say me many narrow. That time I'm so case, but I'm many narrow. Must be I'm crying who nam. Me me now me the mad dear nam. When I was born, it was inside me. At the appropriate time, it showed for. I've never lacked that one. Praise God. <laughs> and the inmates over there had been briefed by the police to deal with us, to force confession out of us, something we didn't know about. They were targeting my pastor. And my pastor had already been wounded before, and he had his teeth in, uh, what do you call it? Yeah, in wires like that, you know. And he was in front, I told him to come behind me. I was ready for anything. I wouldn't let them touch my pastor, no. I was ready to be beaten by anybody. I didn't care. So he came after me, and one Muslim, who also was with us on account of the charges, he was too behind me. I don't know how he came in front of me up to today. I can't tell you how the fellow came in front of me. But I just saw him in front of me. And they asked him, are you the engineer? He said, yes. Aha. So now you refuse to give the seat. They say give seat to somebody. You say, no, go give. Now you have a job. Before you could open his mouth, they gave him four. Four. But, but it's it not small slap. Not the one way children, they slap you, you are angry. Say, oh, oh, yeah, come this way. Come on, sit down. Sit down. Push him. Sit over there. Wicked man. You see, they say you are a Ghanaian. Because they knew there was one Ghanaian among us. They say you are, he said, it's not me, it is this man. He said, stupid. Look at this man. Is he your mate? Does he look like a Ghanaian? It is you. You are a Ghanaian. Foolish boy. You know? I sat down there and said, it takes God. It takes who? Don't worry, one day I'll brief you to be a service. The word of God can never fail. And when God is in the matter, it, he allows it to grow full term. Do what? It grows full term before the manifestation. Once he says, 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 he says
kakrebia ni ufemu biti yao na aswasi imejaso yao na aswasi I will tell you everything. I will tell you my life. I will tell you how not to get into a court thing because you may die there. You may do what? Die there. Yeah. The qualifications of a person who is a lover of himself, the rebellious dimension of loving, that one is a rebellion against God. You are a lover of yourself against the kingdom and against what God stands for. That's what I'm talking about this morning. When I say love yourself, I'm asking you to place value on your life and be what God has programmed you to be. Don't kill yourself. And I have a lot of qualification on that one. How not to kill yourself. But I killed myself several times. Not suicide. But you are in the process of committing suicide. Huh? They say it is late. Don't eat. I'll make it before. Eight o'clock. I feel I'm afraid you're mad. I was saying I didn't say more. What's that? I'm going to eat. I'm going to eat. I'm your man one boy say, ah, what's the matter with you? I gave you money before I left the house. Banku, your man will say, two. No action, I say. No action. Because for boy, I'm going to give you a number of money. I'm going to give you one gallon. Now, I'm going to give you a TV. 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 To gradually you are killing yourself and we are telling you just love yourself now. Hmm? Don't drink. He said it's not much. It's just a little. A little is okay. When you see evil coming, disappear from that place. He said no. I'm through the Holy Ghost. I'm a tongue blower. Ah. And then you start crack 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 kind of tongues. Kata 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 kata. And then you are standing, and this thing, the killer, is coming, and you are standing there, and you are speaking in tongues. It rolls over you and your tongue. Love yourself. I'll just give you a few scriptures and then we go. So love God, love your neighbor, and love yourself. Love who? The first question is, ask yourself, who am I? Do you know yourself? Who are you? What is your value? Or if we want to sell you, what is the price that will put on you? You are priceless just like the price that bought you. The blood of Jesus. Are you that important? Yes, you are precious to God. You are purchased with the blood of Jesus Christ. God's son, the one he loved so much. And God has delivered you from the powers of darkness and has translated you into the kingdom of his own dear son. Colossians 1 and verse 13. And he has placed before you everything that is good, everything that's admirable, everything that man will die for. When you, if you are born, some to me, I say, Edward Bidriani, Bahahim, Lord, in my opinion, as well, ma'am. It wouldn't be why. Now, if you can understand who you are, where you come from, where you are, and where you are going, then you'll be able to know how to rely and agree with God to make your life better. To make what? 
You are visiting here. Certain things have been said here over and over again, over and And you have attended service here on Sunday and Thursday five times. What you have heard is enough for you to establish a Bible school. But where is the testimony of that which has been passed on to you? Is it showing your life? If it is not, then you don't love yourself. Where me and my life, Munjama Mombra. Jamma Mombra. Amen. Obomakofa, a DSF and Shandi Shandion. Evans and Shandi. Mixture of, of uh, beer and some things like that. Now, I said, 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 I to create appetite. Say, imagine one bottle of beer. And then before I know, you see, there is something about this human, this flesh. If you give it room to show you, Pepe. When I was with that occultic group, I was not drinking. In fact, drinking anything that was called bad. We're not doing it. Who are not? Don't follow women. Even your wife, the times of having sex with your wife was regulated. Yes. You don't see booze money. Everything that you do, we have a sheet, we had a sheet of paper, you write it on. Every mistake you made, you write it on. You do what is called introspection every evening before you go to bed. Sit down, travel through the day, and begin to write down things that you did were wrong. So when you are not careful, you will think that's the best place to be. And they will give interpretation to the Bible in a, an amazing manner, amazing manner. You read their books, oh, it, it just, just so sweet to read their materials. The way you both there is wonderful. But that is all at the level of the flesh. When God decided to take me out of that place, and I left, I didn't hold God first. I decided to recoup all the losses I had incurred. <laughs> so within three months, before I surrendered myself to God properly, all the beer I didn't take, all the whiskey that I didn't take in for five and a half years, I, I went in there. Oh, yeah. That's to show you that without the help of God, without the hand of God, you cannot make any difference in your life. I'm telling you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yeah. He showed me why I shouldn't remain there. Okay. I left. Right? Anytime I sat down to meditate, I would find myself praying this lost prayer. So I now saw that I, I shouldn't be there. I left. But I didn't go. You have been brought to his hall. You are standing at the doorpost. Your tummy is inside. Your bottles is outside. One leg here, the other leg over there. And then you say you are a Christian, you are a joker. Every gain that you take from here, they take you back and empty you of those things and put something different upon your life. It takes the hand of God to transform a person. And that hand comes by, the, by virtue of the love of God, the one that he has for us. It is out of the love that grace came. So anything about God, you must just put yourself inside Completely, completely. Don't give room to this thing. You as you go and take shandy. Oh, we have enough condo beer. 
One of them, I told myself, look, be careful. This thing that you are taking, you'll be, you'll be sick tomorrow. Be careful. You are buying sickness for yourself. Be careful. Ah, it's, it's harmless. Okay. God is no respecter of persons, and Satan too is no respecter of persons. Understand that one today. The one that I didn't prophesy, I told him what was going to happen to him. Stop prophecy. The next day he was sick. Sir, I'm having a headache. I said, it's only a headache you're having. You have not seen the rest. As for the headache came early. The rest are following you now. He said, I've lost appetite and you've not finished. <laughs> are you cursing me? I said, no, you cursed yourself yesterday. Because you listen to human beings who you consider as superior to you. There is nobody who is superior to me when it comes to this word of God. If you are a superior person and you are not doing what the word is saying, I don't have respect for you. You can't take me off. If I tell you something and the word cannot prove it, don't listen to me. Because I'm not going to negotiate my salvation. For you now to come and be telling me something, say, God, show you revelation. What's the revelation I'm talking about? If it is revelation from the Lord, the Holy Ghost will confirm it. So I, I, when I listen to people, I don't, I'm not moved by their titles. You can be a bishop, act pope, act anything. It doesn't move me. My wife is here. When I eventually agree for them to consecrate me as bishop, I, I told them many things that I've seen. Because I, I put the archbishop, I put him there before the word of God. I examined him in the mirror of the word. And I told him once, I said, don't let anybody lay hands on me apart from you. Don't let anybody. I beg him. So if they try, I'll get up. I told him. You won't come in the name of being consecrated as bishop. They'll come and impart some nonsense into my, my life. No way. If you don't value your work with God, you will become one of these things. One that rebels against God. No respect for the kingdom. So you do things that you want to do and you think you're okay. You are not okay, friends. Hello? I There are things they have programmed themselves to listen to. So when they don't get those things to listen to, they get offended. Unfortunately for you, you didn't call me. Hello? You didn't call me. Did you call me? I'm accountable to you, yes, as I'm accountable to him. If I'm accountable to him, I free that accountability there, then my accountability to you will be normal. normal. Don't let anybody confuse you to love the world as in the system. And the things that the system will provide. Don't love those things. You are a lover of yourself, not because you have rebelled against God, but you value the fact that God has made you special. Amen. And you want to walk in that line. I want to walk in that line. About two weeks ago, I shared something with the pastors very briefly from uh, uh, 1 Timothy 4. Yeah. And I have it here, we'll read. Just a little of it. Among other things, Paul said, take heed to what? To yourself. In a way, he's saying, love yourself. You also, the things that I have taught you, apply yourself to those things. Love yourself. As a pastor, you are preaching. But are you really doing the things that you are preaching? Are you part of it? If you want to test a pastor in certain areas, you would, you, when he starts talking about some things, he cuts it short. Once, twice, three times, examine your pastor very well. He has problem in that area. But there are some of them who are seared their conscience. So they can even say what they don't do. They will say it with all venom and with great passion. And when they finish, they are there. He's a human being. What will you do now? But Paul said, take heed to yourself. So I, I gave an illustration to those that came to our place yesterday. I said, when you are in the aircraft, 
you know, when they are talking about the safety things, one of the things they tell you is this. In the event of any crisis, and you see the oxygen mask dropping, fix yours first before you attend to your children. Why? You need to be alive to help other people. You are an agent of God to bring salvation to mankind. Your salvation must be intact. They read you. You are their pistol. So walk the things that you are talking about, the things that he said we should be doing. He said, put off the old man and put on a new man. You love yourself? Do it. Don't say it doesn't apply to you. I'm a pastor. I want, I've told you before, I hate it. When you go and be presenting yourself as pastor, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a pastor. Don't you know I'm a pastor? No. You know they announce, you know they announce pastorship. Your pastoral thing or your leadership in Christianity is seen from the things you do and the things you say. You don't need to announce it. Don't put a badge on your, on your, on your chest. I'm a pastor of the Most High God. Clergy. You have big thing over the clergy on your car. It's there, clergy. And then the way you drive, no regard for, for the regulations, yeah, it's clergy. <laughs> I love speed, but I don't flood loss. One day I did it, they caught me. I've told you, I was moving from Tema to Aveno. I was late. So I was on top speed from the motorway. Entered N1 with the same speed. When I was getting to this uh, Jowulu, uh, <laughs> the traffic light, I saw the ambassador I'll make it. Wow. And that car was quite friendly, you know, calmly, very friendly. It was, my, it was my friend. He said, Let's go. I said, We'll go. go. <laughs> and I pressed, I carried him body up. I said, Let's go. One of the policemen knew that I will definitely beat the thing. He went up there. He went afar and stood. <laughs> so the red light came on. I went through. Everyone stopped me. I, I, I sat in. I was laughing. Everyone came. He said, I'll behave foolishly. I'll behave like a child. He looked at me like that. Nothing taught him. He said, are you a pastor? I said, yes. He said, I'm late. It's okay, go. But remember to pray for me. I said, that's all right, no problem. <laughs> 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 then one of our pastors misbehaved, and the police caught him. He said, don't you know I'm a pastor? Now, when they brought the message to me at the office, I said, I'll not go there. I won't go there. You're a pastor. Let your pastorship deliver you. Now, you see, when you do that, you, are, you don't love yourself. You don't want to conform to order. You are rebellious. And every rebel is sentenced already to death. So you begin to suffer in life, and you can't understand why you are suffering. Because you don't love yourself. Save yourself from what? What did he say? Untoward generation. Save yourself. So you save yourself from this untold generation. People are doing as you must do it. You are different. Hello? You are different. We are different. So there are a dimension of fashion that when you, as a Christian, you enter into, I get offended. You are entitled to it. It is your right. But this, your right, is not helping other people to come to Christ. In case you don't know. There are some who have very tender, very, very tender conscience. When they see you, they look up to you. When they see you behaving in a manner that is of the world, they now begin to think, oh, if this is what it's all about, I'm not going to go there. 
I loved my jeans and T-shirt. I had a chain around my, my neck in those days. I had entered ministry as a, a younger person then. Speaking on of grammar. One lady walked to my office one day. Her name is Anne. She's now the, uh, she married, got married to a pastor who later became a bishop. Now, Anne came to my office and greeted me and said, you know that I, I, I enjoy your teachings and all that. I said, you are telling me. He said, but there's something about it I don't like. I said, please, tell me, what is it? I used to wear photochromic uh, glasses. It wasn't for reading. It was to shade my eyes from sand. She said, anytime you talk about faith and I see that thing on you, I can't pick it. <laughs> so I removed it. I said, okay, well, see, it's not off. What's the next one? He said, what are you doing with this necklace around your neck? What are you doing with it? I said, you don't like it. He said, yes. I said, I remove it. Are you okay now? He said, yes. So on Sunday, my pastor asked me to preach. I began with that one. That one pope came to my office and undressed me. And I thank God that she came. Because I don't know how many people are like her who have been disturbed by what I wear, these ordinary glasses that I wear. And it was very dear to me. My friend bought it for me. He traveled. The one that was coming, he bought that one for me. I, I, I loved it. But this girl refused. And I saw in scriptures, if what you are going to do or what you are doing will ensnare your brother, he says, stop it. Where is that scripture? You know it? You are free to eat anything, but if you are eating, will affect another person, stop. Why? Christ did not sin, but he had to pay the price for our sins. So if you love yourself, let Christ see you as a worthy servant who is ready to sacrifice some things, your interests, your comfort, what you call some peace. Sacrifice those ones for others to be saved. That's why you can't go the way the world goes. Sincerely, you can't do that. Sometimes I think I'm, I'm, I'm too colo. You know colo? Eh? Colonial. Ancient thing like that. When some things come to my mind, so I just jump break before they start calling me Bushman. But indeed, I'm from a bush. So I'm so proud about that one. But I'm saying something. Don't let your words ensnare somebody else. Don't let your deeds ensnare someone. It means you don't love yourself. Don't you want God to look at you and talk about you the way you talk about Job? Why do you want to live your life the way the world is going? Why? They are naked, so you want to be naked. People who are into acting, they are acting, no, they, they say what? Acting. They are acting, and so they wear some things, and then you go to watch the film. And when you get out from that place, that's how you want to dress. So when you dress, you are virtually naked, virtually naked. It doesn't move you. I'm talking about decency. I'm talking about modesty. What is it? Modesty. He said, let people know of your modesty. Let them let it be known. So for Christ is coming soon. So love yourself. Conform to the things of God. Live by the word of God. But I can give you some scriptures you go and believe it. We have a responsibility to take care of our spirit, soul, and what? And body. Nobody do it for you. To preserve them. Take care of them. You have a duty to read God's word and to pray and to go out so winning. Nobody do that one for you. There are things you do that attract God's presence automatically. Blessings flow your way without you praying. You love to pray and cry. But there are things you will do, you don't have to pray. There are some prayers that are silent. They don't talk. When you give is a prayer. Do you know it? When you give is what? It's a prayer. 
When you pay your tithe, it's a prayer because there's something attached to it. That bring your tithe and I will, God will do it. You don't have to go and pray again. That God has brought my tithe, so open the window. You think God is blind. He's committed to his word. So when you bring that one with your heart, not with your hand, you bring your tithe with what? Your heart, not your hand. Don't bring your tithe and be, go and be crying on the, on the, be talking about. We have one pastor in that place. In, when he, he talks as if they put juju for his, for his tongue. You, whether you like it or you will do it. And I carry tight like this. You mention the amount. The person are you stupid. So from that moment, you have canceled the blessing that, will, that must flow to you. You don't love yourself. You are fighting against your destiny. You want to be married by somebody and you have chains of boys, boyfriends. You don't love yourself. And you think nobody sees you. In the, even in the night, you meet people who know you in the night. In the night. 1997, I was going somewhere in Kumasi. I was going somewhere. I, met, I saw one old lady was packing some sticks of wood. And then the woman just lifted her. Hey, Sofo. Sofo, who here? I'm saying, no, who here? He never knew us. Oh, Sofo. Now, who here? Sofo, who here? Who here? So what? I didn't, I, I couldn't make it out, but she knew me. And you think people don't know you? Especially those of you who stand here to minister. Oh, yes. Even if we have 1,000 people here, all of them see you. And you may be about 6 or 15. And say, they don't know me. You check. Nobody knows me here. Let me just take one glass. As you're about to put that thing down, Hey, sister, good morning. Last Sunday, now, Juma, oh, we are there. We are there, pa. Hey. In fact, we need the too much. Too much. Uh, waiter, moment, one bottle. Oh, yeah? By what you took, you announced that you drink. And now he appreciates you. So, moment, one bottle. I said, because of this man, I have to take it. You have gone one and a half already. By the time you get up in one hour, you will get about four people come to appreciate you. You are drunk. <laughs> and when you now get drunk, you begin to say nonsense. Who say boy bit you are? Show me a go, show me a go. Because you are lost already. So be sincere about your life. Live your life according to the word of God. Be a friend of God. A friend of the Holy Ghost. When he tells you something, do it. Love yourself. Stop distributing messages. But practice messages. You understand what I'm talking about? As I'm talking now, there are some people here. As some way I was off with Canadian. It's Elizabeth Bass. I mean, can't be I can't be be as a young quasar. be a now dear woman. So you sit down in the church and you have this witty message. Well, it is for Elizabeth. This one. Where is Brother Peter? He is not here. Huh? No, not, not this Peter. There's another Peter. Who didn't come? He should have been here. They are talking about this thing. He needs it. Oh, my God. Okay, which one are you picking? You understand? So love yourself. Grow in the Lord. Become a blessing. Become one that will draw many to him. Please, let me end you. Take down these scriptures and go and read. For yourself. First Timothy 4, 14 to 16. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15, then verse 20 to 26. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15, verse 20 to verse 26. Chapter 3, verse 14. And chapter 4, 
chapter 4, verse 1 to 8. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 to 17. Colossians 3, verse 1 to 17. Listen to this statement. Develop the you in you to please the Lord whom you serve. Do what? Can you put it there for me? Develop the you in you to please God. To please the Lord whom you serve. There's a you in you. Develop that you. The you that I'm seeing is an outward coat. But the you that is inside is the one that is really you. When that you is strong, your life will conform to the image of Christ. Take your time to develop it. The fervency with which you work, you go to do your business, to collect money. If you can apply that one to your work with God, you'll be better than what you are now. Am I angry with you? Yes and no. Yes and no. Yes, you have so much to bring about the change you are looking for, and you have abandoned it. No, I don't have the capacity to hate you. That's why I'm saying I don't hate you. But I hate some attitude that some of us project. The world is waiting for us. What did I say? The world is waiting for us. The city of Accra is waiting for us. You go around Accra, you will see many places where the gospel must be preached. And you have been brought here by God to be trained and equipped for that work. And they are waiting for you. So when we are striking like that, it's not because of anything. By reason of age, you are expected to be my legs, my feet, my eyes, and my hands. That which he tells me, I tell you. And you run with what I tell you. What comes from the altar is meant for you to run with to go and do God's kingdom work. It's not for you to come and listen and go home excited. Excitement does not produce anything. The doing is what makes a person. So love yourself. Let God count you among his own, his soldiers, that these are the people that I'm going to use to bring a change. And don't forget, the hand of the Lord is upon you. 